0: Good Friday morning to each and everyone. This is Chris. You're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. A quick announcement before we get uh, started today. This Sunday, July 28th at 2.30 p.m., Ignite Columbus will be having its monthly fellowship gathering. At 82 East 16th Street, we're having a very special guest, preacher, apostle, Godfrey McIntyre. Come close to the recording device. You don't want to miss it. It's a wonderful time of prayer, praise, fellowship, worship, instructions from the Lord. It's going to be a wonderful time. If you say, hey, Chris, I'm nowhere near Columbus. I can't travel. It's okay. You can type Ignite Columbus or Ignite Movement into your Facebook search bar and watch the service at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you there. Today, we're talking about refinement, the refiner's fire, what it meant in the scripture and what it means for our life each and every day. Malachi three three reads, He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver and he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver and they will bring offerings in righteousness to the Lord and that's Malachi 3.3. The historical context of this verse is that the book of Malachi contains prophecies spoken by the prophet Malachi. At the end of the previous chapter 2.17 we find Israel is comparing themselves to the world and criticizing God for not dealing more harshly with those that they see as sinners. We find them asking, Where is the God of justice? Why, also having the experiences of Israel's priests being disobedient, people being unfaithful in previous chapters in this book. Yet if we're honest about this, this isn't surprising because we as a people often want God to judge people for the injustices that they commit. In some cases it's like, get them God, because they did this or they did that. Yet asking God to judge doesn't just mean judgment for the times that we it should be applicable Asking God to judge means asking To be judged as his judgment Applies to all people At all times and personally I'm not sure or certain Or convinced that we really want that When we look at our verse today and I read it again, he will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver and he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver and they will bring offerings in righteousness to the Lord. Here's what we know when we think of the refiner's fire and what that means. Think about it this way. The fire that a refiner uses is one that it heats a precious metal to a temperature that causes the impurities in that substance to separate from the precious metal. It makes it possible for the refiner to remove the impure and leave the precious. Pure precious metal is the final outcome. Yet you also have to note that it might take multiple firings at increasingly higher temperatures to achieve the desired results. Personally, I also believe wholeheartedly that the phrase refiner's fire or refinement is a catchy phrase that is often used in conversation with other Christians, people of faith, and believers, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yet I'm convinced that we often have no real grasp or tolerance for such a thing in life, nor do we want to embrace it. I'm just being honest, and even less understanding of such a thing when we're looking at other people's lives, okay. All of us are familiar with the phrase and the song and the song lyrics about brokenness, Uh, The song says, brokenness is what I long for, brokenness is what I need, or sidewalk prophet sings, make me broken so I can be healed, you know, to you're my one true desire, you know, Lord, keep making me. And personally, I think the concept of this is that it's what the brokenness produces in us and through us that is important. Yet it's also real talk and true that no one really wants to be broken, Yet the process of refinement in us is that the refiner's fire doesn't destroy like a forest fire. A refiner's fire doesn't consume completely like the fire of an incinerator. A refiner's fire refines. A refiner's fire refines. Jesus is a refiner's fire and not a forest fire. And that's because God made a covenant. And Jesus is the... Emissary of that covenant. He confirms it and seals it with his blood. So his blood is called in Hebrews 13 20, the blood of the everlasting covenant. Here's my point. We are Christ's handiwork, which means we are masterpieces that are based on Abba's perspective. He knows our faults, the visible ones, and the internal ones. He knows what needs to be removed one whack of the hammer and chisel at a time. He forms us to be the beautiful creation that he saw in us all along. Yet when we refuse to forgive or withhold forgiveness until the finished product is presented or when we point at stare at or even look for only the impurities in ourselves or in others and define that based You know, on that, I really believe that we mock the refiner and the sculptor. You know, you know, sometimes when we look at our life, life itself can be presently a constant battle. It can feel like, as one pastor once said, that the the reward for completing one challenge is another challenge. And I say that wholeheartedly knowing that there are many of us uh, in life that are facing various issues and health challenges, finances, personal relationship issues, despondency, and the list goes on and on. Yet I'm learning that we have to view our challenges and our troubles and our experiences as growth opportunities. Could it be that Abba is more interested in our character than our comfort? Or that we have to go through various processes, various series of actions, or various steps that are taken in order to achieve a particular end. And in this case, metaphorically and literally, refinement. And come close to the recording device. It happens in the spiritual and it happens in the natural. This week, in my own life, I was at the gym. And I literally felt like Abba had to drag me around the track and to do, you know, my exercise, you know, routines and things. Because even though I had all my favorite songs, I was, you know, just as unmotivated and uninterested as I could be. And I remember talking with, you know, Abba about it and apologizing because I was like, I just don't understand. I mean, all the conditions are great. There are not that many people here. You know, I don't really have anything scheduled. There are no conflicts, you know, with me being here. But I'm just, you know, unmotivated in this process. And I know that I really need this process. And Abba, you know, was like, you know, talking with me about the process in everything I mean, think about it this way relationally, no one has healthy relationships without unearthing the toxicities and dysfunctional patterns, the accountability they need to take, the forgiveness of themselves and others. The path to financial freedom is a journey of looking at your beliefs about money, your behavior, your spending patterns, and developing a budget and a savings plan better. Health, you're actively making decisions also about what you're eating, your meal planning, buying certain items or excluding others. It's a process in exercise and health. You're developing a plan. No one gets to that ideal or healthy body weight, you know, without a process of going to the gym regularly, figuring out a time that works and sticking to the plan and being what? Consistent. Yet overall, my point for today, if you remember nothing else that I've said, is that God is not a cruel God. He allows the heating and the shaping, the abrasive rubs and polishing in our life for a reason. They are purifying and smoothing us so that we will reflect him. It is not always an easy or comforting process because nothing God allows us to go through is pointless. He will, he will work our situations, our experiences, our trials, our challenges for our good and his glory. So in close, let's let our life exalt his name. Let's let our love for ourselves and neighbors be a mirrored image of his great, his unfailing, and his never-ending love for each of us. We might be in the spirit of refinement in various uh, stages of each of our lives, but let's be mindful of the end result that it's to produce and that he gets the glory. I hope that's encouraged you. I hope that gives you something to think about. I hope that's food for your spirit, food for your mind, and food for your soul. You can always support this podcast ministry by sending your feedback, your comments, your prayer requests to encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Y'all have a great week and I'll see you next time. Peace.